Welcome to the Play Sleep Grow podcast. This episode lifts the veil on why your baby, who used to sleep like a dream, is all of a sudden not sleeping well anymore. So freshen up that cup of coffee, switch that load of laundry before you forget, and listen in. You're listening to the Play Sleep Grow podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Thompson. I leveraged my skills as a speech-language pathologist to research and discover the gentlest and most effective sleep training methods and strategies available for our three children, successfully helping them learn to sleep through the night and take regular scheduled naps starting at three, four, and five months old respectively, effectively reclaiming confidence, structure, and peace in our home, and creating a better, healthier relationship with my husband and our children. On this show, you'll discover bite-sized, actionable strategies for all things baby sleep and development, and avoid wasting time, money, and tears on strategies that simply don't work. You'll gain a sneak peek into the most reliable, evidence-based strategies available. You'll also get exclusive access and discounts to time-saving, headache-crushing tools and our unique Play Sleep Grow Sisterhood to make your sleep training journey and your relationship with your child easier and more grace-filled than you ever dreamed possible. Subscribe now and listen in every Monday. So grab a cup of coffee, snuggle that baby close, and welcome. You belong here. Does trying to figure out your baby's ever-changing sleep schedule make you feel like finding a nice secluded spot and burying your head in the sand? Well, stop the search and step away from the sand. As an exclusive gift to you, I have created a 60-second sleep schedule quiz. All you have to do is complete the 60-second quiz, and a sample sleep schedule specifically for your child will be sent directly to your inbox. And yes, it's completely free. Simply go to www.playsleepgrow.com forward slash sleep dash schedule dash quiz to claim yours now, and I'll drop a clickable link in the show notes. Welcome back to the Play Sleep Grow podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Thompson, wife, mom, licensed speech language pathologist, and certified pediatric sleep consultant. In today's episode, we will be pulling back the curtain on why your baby, who used to sleep so incredibly well, is all of a sudden waking in the night and sleeping poorly. You will learn how to determine the cause when this is most likely, and what to do once you've figured out why your baby is sleeping so poorly. Let's begin by talking about why your baby is suddenly not sleeping well anymore. This is so incredibly frustrating. Believe me, I've been here before. You worked so hard to help your baby learn safe, healthy, independent sleep skills, not to mention how hard your baby worked. And now, all of a sudden, she's waking again or staying awake for an hour at bedtime, seemingly unable to fall asleep, or she's fighting her naps tooth and nail. There are a myriad of reasons why this could be happening. So let's talk about the most common reasons. The way to figure out why this is happening is simple, in theory, of course. Ask yourself, what has changed recently? Now, don't expect the answer to smack you in the face, It could, of course. Maybe baby was sick recently and you got back in the habit of feeding her to sleep. Or maybe you traveled for a week and she's not adjusted to being home yet. 
but it can be more subtle too. Spend some time thinking about this question. The answer might not be apparent. The first possible cause we're going to talk about is the most important to figure out ASAP. It's not incredibly common, so please try to consider this in the logical part of your brain instead of the emotional one. It'll help you think better. Ask yourself, could there be a medical reason why my baby isn't sleeping well anymore? This could be something like illness or reflux, enlarged tonsils and adenoids from being sick recently, or vitamin deficits. The reason this is so important is twofold. One, we want to make sure if our baby is having a medical issue, we can get her the help she needs ASAP. For example, if she's ill, we need to help her get better. If she has enlarged tonsils and or adenoids, which will often result in snoring or mouth breathing or something like that, we need to bring her to the pediatrician to screen for obstructive sleep apnea which can cause her to have trouble breathing while she's sleeping. Or if she has significant reflux, she may need to see the pediatrician for instruction on smaller, more frequent feeds or reflux meds or reflux strategies. Or if she's old enough that most or all of her diet is solid foods, but she's eating a very slim variety the pediatrician may need to check her vitamin levels to ensure that she has enough iron and magnesium and vitamins and minerals like that, which are vital for proper sleep. Or it could be another medical reason altogether. If you think your baby is struggling to sleep suddenly due to some medical reason, the next step is always to contact your child's pediatrician and make sure they take your concern seriously. We don't need them to freak us out further, obviously, but we do need them to let us know if this is something we need further assessment on. The second reason why this is so important is because no sleep method or strategy that we can use on our own will be effective if our baby won't sleep anymore because of a medical cause. We'll simply frustrate ourselves and our child and delay the care that she needs. Now, let's talk about the much more common and less anxiety-inducing reasons for why your baby won't sleep anymore. The most common reason is your nugget's growth and development. As you've undoubtedly noticed over the past months and possibly years, babies grow fast. Sometimes it seems like they're constantly picking up new skills and growing inches at a time. If your baby recently learned to roll or get up on his hands and knees or pull up to standing or some other physical milestone, or even if he is just ramping up practice on this new skill, his sleep may be impacted. Because let's be honest, mom, performing my new trick of standing up in bed is like so much more fun than sleeping. And sometimes the development is mental or emotional. Sometimes baby becomes more aware of his surroundings and notices when you're not there. This is one of the major changes that happens around the three to four month mark. Baby wakes up for a brief arousal, and if their sleep environment has changed, they suddenly wake fully and can't seem to get back to sleep without mimicking the environment they originally fell asleep in. 
Around that same time, our babies go through a major cognitive or mental milestone where their whole sleep structure rearranges. And this can 100% mess with their sleep. Babies also learn things like smiling and babbling and object permanence, meaning when something moves out of sight, they know it's still there, and so much more in these early months. So ask yourself, what has my baby learned to do lately? And if this growth and development are the reasons behind your baby, why your baby isn't sleeping anymore, the solution is relatively simple. Help your child to practice that new skill as much as possible during the waking hours. This helps for two reasons. One, it removes the novelty from this new skill. New things are exciting, but if you practice the new thing a hundred times during the day, it's not as exciting after a while. And number two, once the new skill becomes old hat, there's less drive to spend all hours of the day and night practicing. Another common cause of sleep hiccups as babies grow is their rapidly changing sleep needs. If you've spent any time researching how much babies need to sleep, I guarantee you've seen a number of charts and graphs for how babies' sleep needs change rapidly as they grow. Wake windows change, melatonin production ramps up, circadian rhythms shift, and sleep cycles change. It's enough to make your head spin. If you want to take the mystery out of these changes, I created a chart that details all the sleep changes from newborn to three years, and I'll drop a clickable link to get your copy in the show notes. And if you're at the point where you need an easy button, don't forget that I have that baby sleep schedule quiz that will provide you with a sample sleep schedule specifically for your baby. Save yourself some time and gray hairs and sanity. Heaven knows we don't have a lot to spare. Get your sleep development chart and sample schedule now. Another common event in the early months and years that gets blamed a lot for disrupted sleep is teething. And to be fair, teething can absolutely interrupt sleep. However, we often give teething a little too much credit. Most of the time, teething actually interrupts sleep just a couple of days around when the tooth breaks through. This is when the gums are most painful. So if your baby is irritable during the night and day, and it's lasted a few days to a week, and it resolves once the tooth is broken through, then the sleep disruption is commonly from teething. But if you can't see any teeth that are on the cusp of breaking through, and it's been a month or more, it's likely not teething. It's something else. Unless there's some more significant dental issue like impacted teeth that can't emerge or something like that, it's probably not teething. The final most common cause for why your baby won't sleep anymore is a change in his environment. This can be as complex as a new sibling being added to the fold or as simple as it changing seasons and the sun's out longer and peeking through the curtains in the bedroom. Some more complex environmental changes that could be messing with your child's sleep can include, but are not limited to, a new sibling, parents working more hours or even home more during the day, changing from a crib to a toddler bed, or things like that. 
These tend to be more complex because they take extra creativity and finesse to help your child work through these changes. For example, if a parent is working more and the child has to go to bed as soon as the parent gets home, a special plan may need to be devised to maximize that parent's time with their child on the days when they're home or for a special, very intentional 10 to 15 minutes before starting the bedtime routine. Some simpler environmental changes that can impact your child's sleep might include a change in season where the sun is out longer and might be peeking through the curtains more, either earlier or later in the day, or even during the summer, it might be sunnier during the daytime and peeking through the, the curtains. Returning home after travel, daylight savings time change, which may or may not be ending soon, a new care provider, starting daycare or some other change in the routine, or becoming lax in the sleep routine and boundaries. These changes tend to be simpler in their fixes because they can often be solved with minor effort. For example, if the season has changed and the sun is creeping into the room too early, then look into getting room darkening shades and adhere that adhere to the window so no light is peeking through. Or if you just return home from travel, make sure you're getting 100% back on track with your home sleep routines and boundaries. Sometimes these changes just take time, like when a new care provider is introduced. Maybe it just may take some time for your kiddo to be more familiar and comfortable with their new caregiver. So now that we've discussed the most common reasons why children suddenly struggle to sleep after sleeping well for months or even years, let's talk about when to expect these things to happen. If you're anything like me, and I think you might be, you're a planner. You like to know when hiccups are going to happen so you can prevent them if possible, or at least not be knocked on your butt when they do happen. Some of these causes for why your baby won't sleep anymore are not time-specific. Illnesses and medical causes can happen anytime at any age. Travel and new caregivers can happen anytime too. There are some challenges we can predict though. For example, babies typically start teething and their first teeth break through around five to seven months. Babies' sleep structure rearranges and they transition from two to four sleep stages around three to four months. Babies become much more aware of their surroundings around three to four months. Changes in sleep needs tend to be pretty regular based on your child's age and adjusted age if the baby was born early, same with the previous milestones. Do remember that there is always a range of what is considered typical. So if your baby doesn't meet the typical hours of sleep by a little bit, but they're still healthy and happy little nuggets, then it's usually fine. Sleep regressions. Discussed at length all over the internet and in the real world, almost always coincide with some developmental leap, whether physical or mental. If you have a chart for when these milestones commonly occur, it can help you predict when your baby may have a few rough sleeps. And do remember 
that these are average times. So just because it says the 12-month sleep regression doesn't mean it's going to happen at 12 months. It can happen earlier. It can happen later. Totally normal. Changing seasons and daylight savings can also be planned for based on the calendar. And finally, let's talk about how to fix it once you know what's causing your baby to not sleep well anymore. As we discussed before, if there's a medical reason why your baby isn't sleeping well anymore, then 100% you need to address that ASAP. Contact the pediatrician and advocate for your kiddo. If the cause of the sleep disruption is typical growth and development, then the solution is to practice those new skills like crazy during the waking hours. Offer extra comfort and medication as the pediatrician recommended during those few worst teething days and adjust your baby's sleep schedule to their as their sleep needs change. And if the cause of your baby's difficulty with falling and staying asleep is due to changes in his environment, then it's time to break out your brainstorming cap and figure out how you can stick to your sleep routine and boundaries and help your child transition through this change at the same time. And do remember, if you ever run into a dead end and you can't seem to figure it out on your own, or even if you're just too freaking overwhelmed and tired to figure it out, that's what I'm here for. This is what I love to do. Don't hesitate to book your free 15-minute sleep evaluation so we can take the first step into getting this problem solved and getting you all sleeping again. This problem has a solution, and you don't have to suffer through it alone. Let's figure it out together. That's a wrap on today. Today, we talked about the most common reasons why your baby won't sleep anymore, which typically result from medical reasons, growth and development, and changes in environment. And we also discussed when to expect these sleep disruptions to occur and what to do about them when they pop up. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for listening. I can't wait to see you next week. If you found this episode helpful, would you please share it with your favorite mom friend? My mission with this business is to help 1,000 growing families regain peace and security through one-on-one consulting for sleep training as quickly and gently as possible. And if you leave me an honest review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and email it to me, I will send you your pick of one of my three most popular resources. Ending legal note. Please remember that this is a podcast for personal use. It is not medical advice and should not be considered or used as such. I am not a medical sleep professional, and though I am a pediatric sleep consultant and speech-language pathologist, the information I present on this podcast is general information that I have gathered through my own education, research, and experience, and not specific to you or your child. Before implementing any ideas or suggestions I may provide, please clear it with your or your child's doctor first.